I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Lone Star House of Design, produced and distributed by the team that brings you Convo by Design, with another story about design and architecture from the great state of Texas. Cindy Aplanalp Yates is the principal of Cherma Design Group, an award-winning design firm in Houston. Cindy got in the game a little bit later than most. Family came first, then the business. And sometimes that's an advantage. Cindy and I sat down at the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show in Las Vegas to talk design, trade shows, and the uniqueness of Texans, which makes designing in Texas so much fun. This is Cindy Aplanalp Yates of Cherma. Whenever I get a chance to, to sit down at a trade show like this, I love it, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because this is where people can be most creative. The inspiration here, it's not like traveling, right? It's just sort of like in your face, every corner, five square miles of nothing but new product. I love it. Do you like that? Oh, it amps me. I mean, I come away, uh, I can't sleep at night. I come away so enthused and so effervescent. And this, what I'm seeing is like oozing from my pores. And anybody, God bless them, that has to sit by me on the plane home, you know, it's just like, really, lady, enough, you know? I mean, I'm so amped because uh, I'm going to get to engage some of these new ideas and new products in my, in my work. Like, I'm going to get to bring this home to my clients. Yeah. So what do you, what do you get from a show like this? I get to see the creativity of the best in our industry, the best of the best from, uh, you know, all the innovations that are available to us now. Like, what a great time to be alive. Um, what a great time that home space is getting so much attention. Like, oh, my goodness, it's super exciting. And then I get to see the designs of people I follow, you know, the people that are um are iconic to me. I get to see them. I get to rub shoulders with them, sometimes meet them if I don't fangirl out too badly. Do you do do that? I do that in the worst way. Yes, it's not good. It is not good. I think that's great. I'm not cool. I've got, I have no game. See, but here's the thing. I haven't met many designers, creators, creatives who don't appreciate the fandom and the people coming up and saying, hey, look, I really appreciate what you do. I don't see that much in in the industry. Do you? Uh, I don't know. I just, I mean, I, uh, Matthew Quinn is a a person that I just so deeply respect. And I like his, his books are like my Bible, you know, my kitchen Bible, you know, and so I learned so much from them. So to be, to, to get to witness that and to touch and feel what somebody else has done, who's just a genius at it. You know, if I can take a little bit of that, a little bit of that rubs off on me and, you know, in my work, you know, I give them all the credit on it. But like if a little bit of that shows up in my in my stuff for my clients, it's just exciting. Like I, I come here every year for this this kind of, you know, big boost of enthusiasm. How long have you been coming to this show? Seven or eight years. OK. K-Biz is really it's it's really it's just a behemoth. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing show. Here's what's interesting, though. I would say, help me with this, bathrooms sort of had their moment, not that they're not still, but they had their moment probably about five or six years ago when tech started moving into the bathroom, right? right? Mm -hmm. Now, kitchens, for the last two years, maybe three, it's amazing. It's glorious. It really is. It's honestly um, such a statement to an expanded lifestyle. 
over what we can really do for a client, like how engaging it can be and how, how home space is a protected space. And if you, you bring in, you know, like gathering, feels so good to me and the ability to sit around and enjoy prepare prepare enjoy and clean up together and make that easy and spontaneous and flow and fun like that that's that's just juice for me I love it yeah and and when you go back do you like leave this just completely pumped ready to get back I can't sleep like it's it's kind of scary sad you know because my boyfriend will be like oh you were dreaming what were you dreaming about I'm like "Eh, I'd really rather not say (laughs) Yeah, little does he know it's like Surface, it's that hearth over there, that hearth materials. pizza oven, right? Like uh, you don't, you don't really want to know. Well, it's funny because we're in the decor booth, and decor. What they've done, what decor has done with the new line, is really amazing. It's beautiful, but it's more than that. It's it's tech, right? It's thoughtful, it's purposeful, right? It does. It's intuitive. Um, and it, 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 Decor, Gen Air, Sub-Zero, Wolf, Mila, uh, Thermidor, Gagan. I mean, everyone's got their own, they got their own line, they got their own lane, they, they, there is a, there's a special approach and a purposeful approach to product now that I don't remember existing in the business before. I think they're really anchoring in on the consumer and the consumer's needs and really catching like how significant they are, like what a significant investment, what a long-term investment. We're building cabinetry around their, you know, their dimensions. So I think, I think they're really getting what they do for a consumer. I mean, this, we start with appliances generally. That's one of our first selections. Really? Mm-hmm. That's where you start your... Yeah, well, it's the price of a car. So, so. Or, or more. Or more. Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, and you know what? That's a, this is actually a great place to start, even though we're a couple minutes in already. Um, tell me about the state of design in the great state of Texas. Wow. I'm so lucky to live in the market that I live in and get to work and play in that market because um, I live in Houston and in the in the great state of Houston. I'll just just call it that for you. Um, it's a really diverse city and it's the, the price of living is low. Our homes are big, so we get to do big, massive kitchens, which is so fun. And it's a friendly environment. It's really family-centric environment for the the most part. And people are open-minded, and they're from all over the world. So there's a lot of different styles. So we could be working on something, you know, country French, and then something Moorish, and then something super contemporary, and maybe, you know, something kind of traditional. You know, all those things could be on our work tables because we have such a diverse group of clients, diverse architecture, and... And that's just our play space. So I think it's a really great place to be a designer. What I also think is interesting is how the appetite for style has changed. And it's changed dramatically. And what I'm noticing talking to designers all over the state, be it Austin, Dallas, Houston, homeowners are more adventurous than they have been in the past. In the past, it was very traditional. Very ranch, very flat, spread out, very, very safe. It's not like that anymore. It's not. They're looking, well, my clientele and what is enthusiastic, I'm enthusiastic about, is I like a little glamour, a little sparkle, so I'm loving all the metal and the, the different types of finishes. I love cabinetry, and so this thing that a homeowner's gonna touch every day needs to feel marvelous in their hands. So it really matters to me, their, their hardware and the finished detail that's going on. Um, and I want it to be spectacular looking for them, 
while being completely functional, easy to care for, easy to clean, um, and long-lasting. And I think, too, what's really surprising to me, and I don't know why it's surprising, it shouldn't be. Texas, Texas in general, Houston in particular, is a large metropolitan city, what, fifth or eighth largest city in the country? Uh, yeah, Something I think it's like about that. fifth. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's a large metropolitan space. I, I think having lived in Texas for as long as I did, I'm, I'm constantly surprised because there is, it is not LA, it is not New York, it is not Chicago, it is not Miami, right? It no, is, it's its it, own. It is its own. Yeah. And because of that, there's an appetite and appreciation for doing things differently. And I think it must be interesting for you, as rapidly as the city is changing, how is it changing? Who's coming to Houston? Who, who are your clients? Are they, are they long-timers or are they new to the area? It's everything. It's everything. Um, we do a lot of renovations, and you know, we do a lot of design for renovations, so uh, which I really love doing because you know it's the people have decided to put the investment in where they are because they love their neighborhood, they love their what they're you know close by, they love their church, they love their friends, they love you know whatever they love about that. So I really I really love working in that type of a space because it's limited. You know we're not doing a six thousand square foot house, we're doing a four hundred fifty square foot kitchen or you know whatever that is. So we can go way deeper into the design details. The people that we're getting are from all over the world. Um, and then a lot of them are native Texans that you know are generationally Houstonians. So I, to answer your question, Josh, it's, it's just a mixed bag of everybody. And, and what I think is interesting too is you have not been spared the weather issues, we natural disasters, the fact that with, with climate change, whatever the reason, with climate change right. comes a new set of challenges, right? It does. So as a designer, how have you approached, I mean, you know, people just, when you, when you mention Houston, you know, Harvey was a big thing. It was like Katrina in New Orleans. It's, it's something that you remember and something that, it, it's transformative. It does change the way people live and the way people think about home because home is the most valuable thing you have. And Houston is a really interesting city because as opposed to New York or LA, it is one of those cities that was built sort of inside a loop. You have the sub, the suburbs mm-hmm. outside the loop, but you have you have the, the, the main body of the city inside the loop. Right. And you talk about neighborhoods and people love their church and people love their neighborhoods. So people are spending more time in and around their home. And let's not, we'll get into co-working in a minute, but people are, home really has become the central part of lifestyle again. Very much so. And as a designer, your role is even more important than it ever has been. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really take that role very seriously. Like a home is a sacred space for my clients. And I feel uh, such a commitment to them. And I'm honored to be invited in. So I really pay special attention to what their needs are, um, what will protect their investment, what will be functional and beautiful and purposeful and meaningful for them for a really long time. I think the greenest thing I can do is to, to have something that lasts for a really long time, like a 20-year kitchen should be great, and it, and it should um, sustain their lifestyle, also their architecture, and it, it be timeless in, in how it, it performs and appears for them. Um, going back to what happened with Harvey, we had about eight clients whose homes we had worked in that were destroyed by Harvey, and that was really, really hard. But I want to say I'm, I'm so proud of the resilience of my fellow Houstonians and the goodness of people 
and I just, I, Houston's just a great town. It's a great town to design in, it's a great town to build in, great place to live, and I think we have the best clients in all of the world, so that's my plug for H. <laughs> no, I love it. Now, you said something that was really interesting about sort of a, a, a sustainable approach, but thinking in terms of, you know, a 20-year kitchen. Isn't it interesting, especially with appliances, that we went through this big box phase where it was like, oh, we'll go buy this, and then it looks nice because it's got the, the French doors and the pullouts, but it wasn't, it wasn't something that you thought about lasting a long time. It was something that you put in at the time, and then when its life was over, almost like a water heater. You know, right. we'll, we'll have eight or, eight or ten years, and then we'll get a we'll new one. We'll pull it out. We'll get Just a new one. Shove it a new one. But people don't think that way anymore. No. That's not what this is, and I think that the, it's a great approach, but it also changes the way that you do your job. It changes the way that you do your business. Architects aren't looking at a you know 30 to 40 year time horizon on a dwelling now. Now they're looking. 50, 75, 100 years plus that that dwelling is going to be around. Designers aren't looking at, you know, oh, we'll do this for seven or eight years and then we'll put something new in. It has to really change the way that you approach the work. It does. Now, I have the aesthetic that I think things look better when they're used. You know, I want that that comfortable feel. I want it to look elegant. But I think, um, you know, it's like a woman gets more beautiful with age, right? Of course. Of course, of right? Of course. Um, you know, so knocking the polish off a little bit, you know, having good hand to it, having good finished materials, that patina just a little bit, that just looks like somebody lives here, right? I, that's my personal aesthetic. I, you know, I like that. So when we're talking about appliances and about building a kitchen space around it, most likely we're going to panel the doors and we're going to do a metal insert and we're going to do you know something super special to it. So I need it to last, right? Because um, this is not getting ripped out in eight years. It's not like we're going to change this, you know, reupholster the sofa, right? There's you know we do a lot of interior finishing, so there's good, better, best in all you know all categories of soft goods. A kitchen to me is in the best category. It's got to best serve the client's needs, be lasting, but they are so expensive to do. That's one of the most expensive rooms in a home to do, obviously, for you know all the function and feature and stuff that goes in it. So it re- it's got to last. It does. I don't want that phone call, right? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no, but what's right. interesting, too, is, and, and to their credit, the manufacturers have realized this, too, and I tried to put myself in the in the mindset of the manufacturer, right? Because it's like with automobile automobiles, cars. You know, you you're not going to change out a car every three years the way that you maybe did at one I point don't. in time, right? Right. Most people, I don't think, do. And appliances where they where it used to be thought of in that way, the manufacturers have kind of realized it's like you know what we're going to put more time and effort and style and quality into the product itself. It costs more but it lasts way longer. It lasts longer. We do we do something else too, because we have a large footprint in my market in Houston. Um, we oftentimes do what I call a super pantry or a dirty kitchen or a, a secondary kitchen. You know, we'll have the pretty show kitchen out front, which is still usable and you know, it's it's pretty entertaining. And then the really more hardworking one is behind it. So we're generally putting two full appliance packages in a, in you know a main kitchen space. Interesting. I did not know that that I didn't really understand that that was a thing in Houston too. It's now, a thing. now in Southern California, 
it's a thing, and it has been quite some time because right. we've got kosher kitchens. Um, right. Asian Asian clients right. want the want the kitchen for show, and then the working kitchen, you know, with with grease splatter and smoke and odors, and yeah. it's in another spot because in some areas you have the footprint to do that. Right. I think it's interesting. So, wh- when you see that. Is it to have a kitchen to show and one that's a working kitchen? Is there another reason for it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's like all that stuff that you keep out on your counter. Because, you know, most times our kitchens are in big open spaces now. There's no walls and, you know, it's all together now, right? So the one to show, one to go kind of effect. And, you know, the things that need to air dry, like your Cuisinart blades and your your juicer and your, um, could be your sippy cups or your, you know, your sport bottles. And that, you know, that, that the dishwasher just doesn't dry, right? Or you don't put them, or your knives or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, maybe something that's a little unpleasant to look at like your, you know, trusty, rusty toaster that you just can't get rid of that you've had since college. Um, or it could be if you're not me ever, ever, not once, proofing bread on the counter or making cupcakes for, you know, your second grade party or whatever. You know, the kind of stuff that you need to leave out. Um, or maybe you just want... we. A lot of times do a larger pantry space so you you know with open shelves and you you know counter space so you can see all of you can visually see your things without having to open a cupboard to you know see if you need more rice what's the separation between the two rooms um usually we'll do it in cabinetry so it's almost like a hidden door or a way to close it off so if it's being a catered event you know the caterers can work from that area uh, we generally stick in a full depth refrigerator, wall ovens. That's generally where a microwave will go, and you're not so great looking coffee maker. But by the same token, coffee makers also having a moment in wall. They are, they are. But that moment is usually out front, you know, because it's I more of it. an entertaining, you know, serve yourself, and maybe it's more of an event, you know, like your cappuccino or your, you know, thing that you can do on your iPad. Are you? using drawers drawers cooling warming oh i love them yes. dishwasher you got dishwashers all of them it's amazing yeah it's great right and yeah. a lot of times a warming drawer will do in a beverage area like a coffee bar you know so you can have a warm mug mm. how yum is that yeah. right yeah question um because you've got so much space but because the weather is what it is how are you using? Are you, are you doing a lot of outdoor kitchens? Oh, all of them. You yeah. are. How are you making? How are you making it more comfortable out there? So we do a lot of retractable screens, Josh. You know, so we're looking at that outdoor environment as part of the indoor environment. Um, we'll do wall, you know, wall hung heaters that we or outdoor fireplaces. Sometimes we'll do ventilation outside. We'll actually cool the outside. So if you can change it by 10 degrees, that's a significant oh, difference yeah. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. For, in our market. So that space is as important as an indoor space. Um, do a lot of retractable doors or the doors that accordion back. So there's, you know, the inside out and the outside in is a big deal. And I know. just and I just think about it because, you know, you have issues too. You have heating, you have hot, you have cold, you have crazy humidity. We do. And bugs aren't such an issue. Oh, bugs are an issue. Are they an issue? Yes. Okay. We have mosquitoes. Okay. And flies. And then uh, the reason we do a lot of screens is not, not just the mosquitoes and yeah. flies, but it's also like the other things. Like I had a possum in my house once, <laughs> so I know about this. You had, in I, your, you had it in your house? In my house. Okay. So, yeah. So other things can come in your house. I'm just saying, if you're like open to the, you know, 
big wild outdoors. You know, it's funny that you say that though, because I, I live at the beach and we have possum. I have this picture of a mama possum with nine babies hanging on her, stuck yeah. in the morning glory, trying to get out of the morning glory. I took a picture close. I can't help you, ma'am. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> There's um, nothing I can do for you. But I, I think that, I don't know, I, I, I love that you have the creativity and you have the opportunity to share that creativity because when you have so much space, and it's interesting too, what, what challenges do you face that stand as, serve as an impediment? Because I'll tell you, like in, you know, what I have found, every region has their own issues. In Southern California, in California in general, we have crazy restrictions. Water usage, products you can use, low flow this, low flow that, low energy this. We have crazy restrictions. So the amount of products that we get, there are different. We don't, we can't use everything. So we have we have those restrictions, but you don't have to you don't have to play by that. We're mavericks, right? Like in, in Houston, we really don't have much zoning, so. You know, you um, don't, do well, you? No, we really don't. Um, so, and that makes it a really eclectic city, and it also makes a lot of different things possible. So, if I was going to say I have a limitation, it would be budget. Honestly, it, it would come down to client budget, because the sky's the limit on what we can what we can do, what we have the trades to do, the build you know the build community there is so great, and I'm, you know, the design community is wonderful in Houston. Do you have, Houston has a lot of old money, but it's got a lot of new money, too. Right. And, and people are flocking to a city like Houston. And it's funny, because we were talking about this before I hit record, and we were talking about um, what I think is so great about the great state of Texas. And it's different because I spent a lot of time in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Houston, Austin, San Antonio... Dallas, El Paso. We were talking about cities because you can really tell a lot about a, a territory or a region by by their cities. And I feel like, and we were talking about this, I feel like Houston has a strong respect for the history and another eye on the future. I think Austin is very much like that. I think, I think Dallas is really interesting because you have a choice of going to Dallas or maybe Fort Worth, depending on which, right, old or new, which right, side, old right. or new, which side you like better? But Houston is just straight up progressive. I agree. It really is. So I agree. That has to change the the way that you do your work as well. I think one of the things that has changed the way that we do our work is we've um, gotten very clear on establishing our budgets and talking all the financial things up front, and then being able to execute the plan based on where that client is. I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but... It takes me somewhere else. I'm curious, from from the standpoint of design, I see designers all across the country having a lot of challenges with the business of design. Because, you know, like I remember when, um, when Laurel and Wolf came out and Laurel and Wolf was so popular and everyone was singing their praises, and then overnight they're gone. But at the same time, it still made people think, hey, maybe I, maybe I can get a designer online. You can't. You, no, you can't. You can't. It's, so, it's such a personal relationship. You have to see it. You have to be in the space of it. You have to feel the energy of the people. I, I, no. No. And, and when a client's picking and choosing a designer, there has to be a love connection. You know, they're interviewing us, but 
you know, secretly we're also interviewing them, <laughs> right? Because I'm going to be giving my time and talent. I'm sharing part of my life to create with them. And, and I stay with them because it's, it's really a collaboration. And, and you may do their house in the hill country and you may do their other vacation house. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, believe it or not, it's not going to go as planned every step of the way. Wait, what? What? I know. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but I'm just, you know, in my quest for truthfulness and design. Um, so I need to know how, how they handle a problem and a hiccup. And when something is unexpected, you know, and I have this mantra of like, well, this or something better you know, right? And it's always going to be the something better when, you know, there comes an impasse or something doesn't come together as you think, or, you know, as it should, or as you plan for it to. So at any rate, all that to say. It's, fun it's funny that you talk about when there's a hiccup, because there's always a hiccup. Always is. No, no job goes perfectly, but they always finish, they always finish up the way that they're supposed to, because the design works, the job works, the process works, it goes the way it's supposed to, but there is always a hiccup. I found that the greatest designers are the ones that when there is a hiccup and there, and there is a problem, they eat it. If there's an overcharge, if there's a problem, if there's a problem with the colorway, if there's a problem with the size, if there's a problem with the cabinetry, you eat it. You just yep. do because that's the way it is. But the key to not having that problem in the first place is having a, a, a client that you can communicate with effectively. Exactly. You know, and it's also in the planning of it, you know, you know, and then checking it, checking it twice. And then sometimes stuff just happens. But, um, and I pray a lot. <laughs> and that helps. So there's an element of faith. And that helps. But, you know, um, and it always works out. It yeah. always has a happy ending. But I also think, too, that coming to events like this, coming full circle, what it does is it gives you an opportunity to be more educated on Absolutely. what on what options are out there. I think a lot of designers that I've spoken to over the years will say, I don't have time. I, I don't have time to do it. Yeah. We make time to do this. Like, I'm, you know, it's, it's expensive and uh, we make time because I, I just see things that I wouldn't see otherwise and I get to experience them and I get to talk to the rep and I get to... Uh, like we have about six or eight of our builders here with us and my cabinet maker is with me. So we're seeing the same cool way of handling a countertop or running, you know, the power through the legs of a, an island to be able to power, you know, whatever is going on on top of the island. You know, we, they get to see that. And so instead of me trying to, you know, spending five hours of client time drawing something, I can say, oh, like this picture, like we saw at K-Bits. What is, what is your, what is the sphere of influence in South Texas, what is this? Do you have trade shows there? Do you have a, des a strong design center? Do you have a strong design community? Is ASID strong there? What what influences the area? I would say, as far as Houston goes, I think the Houston Builders Association is the best in the nation. So we have a very good relationship between the design community and the build community, which God bless them for that, because that makes, we can, we can draw anything, but you do not want me building it, right? So there, you know, that, that is a prevalent factor, and that's why you get so much good design coming out of Houston, Texas. Um, I think our design community is really strong, and, and beyond that, I think that we're helpful to each other. I think there's a lot of camaraderie and a lot of sharing of information. You know, I, I use a business coach and I had her come and speak for ASID, right? Because, 
you know, I can't do every job in Houston, Texas. I don't want to, right? I want to spread the love. And, you know, this has been really great for me. So, so you see that over and over again. So I think that's, there's a lot of friendship. And I have a lot of designer friends. It's not, I have designer friends in other cities that their, their interior design community is not as gregarious and warm and enveloping as the Houston community. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Right. That is so nicely put. <laughs> and I've seen. I'm being nice today. No, no, no. I, I have a feeling you're nice every day. Um. So, ASID, from a, from a matter of, from a standpoint of getting together, designers getting together and and networking, gathering. Do you have a lot of events? Do you, are there a lot of design? We events? do. We've done. Um, so. I would like to say I'm more involved with ASID than I am, but I'm not because I don't have the time to do it. But we've done most recently a couple ASID show houses, which have been, it's just been great to see the beautiful work of others and to be in the same room with like my tribe, right? People who get it that we can just like go on and on and on about like a fabric detail, right? Like nobody wants to talk about that. So um, it's fun to hang with that with that group. Have you ever done a design house? A what? A design house? Yes. I have. We did um, a Southern Living Showcase home, so where Chairman did the whole entire house. Hmm. So that was great. Yeah. It was in Blue Jack National, and it was open to the public for about six weeks. And it was right when Harvey happened. As a matter of fact, it was the Houston Chronicle had written the article. And she was going on vacation. Our photographer was flying in from Chicago. He had to be rerouted because of Harvey. Okay. Um, our our contractor, the the foreman on the job, his house flooded. I mean, like all these all these kinds of things happened. But this is this is when magic. This is when faith and magic come into play. Like it just came together. Some unseen forces, like just like something just happened, Josh. I don't even know. It was a miracle. I still marvel at how we got it together in such a short period of time under so much duress. And what was so great is that you know we were really able to give away some tips and some ideas that for people that you know who had flooded. A lot of those came through the house and saw some great ideas that they could take home to their when they were able to rebuild. So, I mean, that felt really great to me. And so we did that whole project. It was about a 6,500 square foot home, fully furnished. Did, did you have to, did you, when it came to specifying, did you have anything that you had to specify or could you do whatever you wanted? Uh, no, well, in the Southern Living Program, there's certain vendors that we need to use, like Marvin you Windows and okay. Sherman Williams Paint, okay. blah, blah, blah. So, so out, of, out of their sandbox of possibilities, yes, we got to specify. And I'm curious, because of that, has that changed the way you design because of Harvey? Um, and because it's not the first time that Houston floods. Houston it does. floods. Some people have flooded twice or more than that. Yeah. And the amount of water you get, it's, it's, it's an area that floods. Because of that, has that changed the manner in which you design? Do you specify product? Do you, do you, do you include some pumps? Do you include, um, I don't know, do you include generators? Do you include other things that you need? Well, we generally include like a whole house generator, you know, on new construction. We can do that. Um, I'm looking at flooring materials, you know, for a house that floods. And, and we don't... So it might be a high-definition laminate, you know, that can take some water, 
You know, so we're looking at things like that. But aside from our uh, our homes are elevated in high flood zone areas, like their pads really built up again for that reason. But you know, water is just it's it just there's nothing you can do about it. No, there isn't. But are you finding more products with a with an eye on design, with an eye on style that are that are made made for that? maybe can tolerate a little bit more, but also have that high style and design that you need for your for your clients? Because water's so pervasive and it's not clean water, you know, like it's it's funky. Yeah. So it's it's not really I mean it's not it's if we're doing something at the beach, we use certain products there because we know it's gonna you know, you're gonna have issues. Yeah. But in a in a normal residence, not really. I, not, I mean, because it's nothing just, you can do. There's, it, there's nothing I can do. It, look, it's kind of like in Southern California trying to design for earthquakes. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't des- you just can't. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And when it does, it you know you you try to make it as, as strong as possible. Yeah, and what it um, the the change that happened to me after seeing so many people lose so many things, I really. Um, changed how I look at my own home as far as like I really got rid of things that I don't need that don't bring me you know meaning and joy I I got I'm I'm getting by with so much less now and I have to do dishes a lot more often because I only have eight glasses and (laughs) you know 12 forks but whatever Um, there's something to that there's there's huge like it, it was so it's such a relief like a freeing thing to have space in between your stuff yes so it kind of changed the way I designed like I I I do like it's a it's a factor now in how in my approach that's really interesting like the space in between is as important as the space isn't that amazing mm-hmm. it's not about just putting stuff everywhere it's about putting making it selective but making it individual and unique to, to you yeah uh, is there any what are you crushing on right now have you been in the, in the show for a while and it doesn't have to just be kitchen and bath I'm just curious what are you, what are you crushing on right now specifically yeah mm. anything can I say anything I want you can say anything you want even though we're in decor oh yeah okay oh yeah uh, monogram was impressive mm. and their their hearth that pizza oven is not just a pizza oven and check out check out my Twitter and check out my uh, Instagram okay. because there is going to be some deliciousness on that and if pictures could smell right <laughs> like that that should be like the next technology like you look at a pe- you know, like a picture and you can you know smell the essence of it um, how how that was put together now this is like the juicy part for capus for me because i'm like seeing the whole picture and the the paneled padded refrigeration and how the island set up and i can just envision the life that will happen there so i'm crushing on that appliance because i i sold my wood burning pizza oven for eight hundred dollars which costs a heck of a lot more than eight hundred dollars this one's electric and and i can just it's so much more than pizza like I'm going to take you there in just a minute to show you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it was really that great. That is a deal. But what's interesting about what you said is, can, can you say that even though we're in decor? I don't think any of them have a problem with that. The way I, the way I feel about this and watching all of them work, decor and Mila and Monogram and uh, Gen Air and Thermo, sure. what, watching all of them in the products that they're making right now, they're all unique. They're, they're putting more marketing savvy and more creativity into the approach of the appliances. So they're so different. A refrigerator is not a refrigerator anymore. Yeah. A pizza oven is not a pizza oven anymore. 
they're just they're so vastly different that when you talk to them, it's like there's this there's this mutual admiration where they say, oh yeah, I love what they're doing. Now you're gonna love what we're doing because, but there's still that I love what they're doing. What they're doing is new and unique and it's great. And I also feel like it's making them all rise to another level. I think so too. And I think they're really looking at the essence of, of the human, like how the human is going to be using this. That it's, even though it's full of technology, there is, what I'm really looking for is it being very sensory and very easy to understand and support me. Like, I don't need to stress out over how I'm going to do this lamp, right? I have other things to stress <laughs> out over. That's not one of them, right? So I, so it's the, the support that's there and then also the beauty of it and what, what can happen beyond, you know, this steel box, okay? I don't, it's not just a steel box, it's everything else that's gonna happen. It's gonna set the stage to expand my lifestyle, to be in the sweet spot of living, you know? And to that point, and some other, so as you're talking, I'm thinking, oh, there's some other challenges that, that you have to deal with. So you, you have more, you have bigger footprints. You have bigger homes. You have a lot more land that you're, that you're working with. When you talk about these appliances, just the appliances now, there's other things too, but they're all smart. They're all operating off of Wi-Fi. When, you're, when you've got a home that's spread out further, now you have to take things into account that designers never had to think about before. How do I make sure that the, you know, that the, the Wi-Fi and that the internet is, is fully covered? How do I make sure that there are more plugs where there might not have been plugs before in the past? You sort of have to think through details that you might not have had to, had to think through in the past. I'm really thinking about the client and their level of how comfortable they are with technology. And that's why our showrooms are so important, so a client can touch it, feel it. You know, we, we generally go to most manufacturers' um, test kitchen, and we'll be invited to do that. We've gone to many, many of them, you know, to be able to touch and feel and really understand the appliance and, and see who it's best for and understand its strengths and also its limitations and, and the price point, because we're balancing you know, all of those things. Oh yeah, and then the budget, right? Oh yeah, and then oh, there's oh, the budget. And then that B word, dang it, right? <laughs> Where do you go, um, what shows do you try to go to every other year or every year? We go to High Point Furniture Market twice a year. Oh, you do, you do that twice? Oh yeah, we do. Okay. We do it in the fall and the spring. Um, because we see things that, you know, uh, again, on the, the curve of it, um, we do this show, so KBiz and the International Builders Show. This year we're adding modernism, which I'm super excited about because I've never been. Yeah. And oh my, oh, well, hold, hold the phone, wait a minute, and then right, we'll get to right? it. If, okay. you've, if you've never been to Modernism Week, it is. De I, I think if you like modern, if you like new modern, old modern, throwback modern, postmodern, mid-century modern, I mean, if you, if, you like the, if you like the idea of it, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. So the, the glamorous edginess of modernism, modern, is my, my personal aesthetic. That's a big secret. I don't like to tell people that. But um, I'm so excited, and I'm working on the whole fashion statement for that event. Awesome. <laughs> I'll be there four days. Oh, that's so great. I'm going to take a trunk, right? Like, how fun is that going to be? Yes. And aside from those shows, the, those are the mainstays every year. I would love to go to the Kitchen and Bath show in Italy. Maison. Like, um, mm -hmm. Yep, that's on my list. Yep. 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 Um, 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 
Maison Objet in Paris? Any any desire? I w- yes. Okay. Yes. I, that's another one. I, I feel like if you can do Maison every other year, Salone every other year or every third year, and then do do all the shows and the and also you know there's also the design houses all around the country. That's one thing that I would love to see okay. more of is what you know I'd love to go to Kips Bay one year. I've never been to, to Kips, Kips Bay. Yeah, to see. I the, haven't. The, no, I want to do that too. Yeah. And I've gone like I'll go to Southern Living Showcase Homes across the country. Um, I heard today that uh, Matthew Quinn's opening up showroom in Nashville, which I love Nashville and. Matthew Quinn. So count me in. <laughs> done and done. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. This was so much fun. Yeah. I love this. And, and so cool to meet you. Likewise. And I also love that we got to do it in person. I know, right? This yeah. is not the same on the phone. No, but we, we met in the middle. We met in Vegas. We did. Okay, cool. Perfect. Excellent, Josh. So nice to meet you. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, Cindy. That was amazing, and I truly appreciate the time. How much fun was that at uh, at KBIS? I love that. Thank you. Please subscribe to the show so you catch every episode of Lone Star House of Design and Convo by Design. Simply ask Siri or Alexa, say, hey, Alexa, play Convo by Design, and she will, and it's pretty cool. You can follow the show on the socials as well at Convo by Design with an X on Instagram and check out the YouTube channel for videos from some of your favorite episodes. Thank you for listening. And until next week, keep creating. 